I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, everyone. This is the D-Rays Bay Playoff Podcast Series. The Rays have clinched. They are into the ALDS with an 8-2 victory over the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm Brett Rutherford, and joining me today, we got Danny Russell back on and making her D-Rays Bay Podcast Network debut is Ashley McLennan. Ashley, I hope I got the last name right, but how, how are you doing, and how are you feeling after that Rays victory? Oh, I'm awesome. Yeah, yeah, you nailed the last name. Well done. Um, yeah, it was great. Of course, I'm in the central time zone, so the, the 3 o'clock, was a 4 o'clock start time for you guys was a 3 o'clock start time for me. So I hope my boss isn't listening, but I definitely <laughs> had the game going on while I was supposed to be working. Um, I did do work. Don't worry, boss, don't. I have my, anyway. But uh, no, it was really exciting. But of course, the Grand Slam gets hit right in the middle of like me trying to do like a report, and I'm just like spinning around in the chair, arms in the air trying not to terrify my cats, but, oh, God, what a moment. Yeah, no, I, the weather here in Tallahassee was in the 60s today. There were eight playoff baseball games. They're not all done yet, but I don't know how my boss, and, and I had an exam today, too. I don't know they ex- how they expected me to get any work done, uh, but I got everything done before first pitch and was able to enjoy that. I, I was really expecting it to be uh, a lot more nerve-wracking than it was. It was an 8-2 to two victory. Uh, the offense really came out today. Tyler Glass now, amazing. And I, I think we have to start with Tyler Glass now. Six innings pitched, eight strikeouts, one walk. Uh, did give up two home runs, both to Danny Jansen in the nine hole. But, I mean, going from Blake Snell to Tyler, to Tyler Glass now, it's, it makes me really feel really good to be a Rays fan, that we can rely on those two pitchers. And Glass now, his last outing in the postseason, didn't look too great in Houston. Now, whether that was to pitch tipping or to something else or a little bit of both, we won't know for sure, but he was on tonight, and uh, that was really fun to watch. Da- Danny Glass, now give me your thoughts. You know, it's fun because the, we just watched two elite starting pitchers go back to back, and it was a different story between the two of them. Blake Snell was pitching off of his fastball. He had a great curveball. The change was effective, and it was a no-hitter for quite some time. Tyler Glass now, it was all fastball. That first time through the order, he might as well have just looked at the batters and said, I'm about to throw a fastball, and then threw it at the plate. And he still would have struck pretty much everybody out. You got to look at that first at-bat of the game. Kevin Biggio saw three straight fastballs, and the bat never left his shoulder. Um, Once after that at-bat, I I had a really good feeling about Glass when I was outing. I was a little worried about how the offense – would come out against Hinjin Ryu. Uh, he, he's pitched pretty well against the Rays in the past. And uh, I was nervous. And I thought, if they can get this to Game 3, I have no idea where this series is going to go. But that wasn't the case. Uh, we saw tons of pop from the offense. Mike Zanino, Hunter Renfro going off two big home runs. Renfro's was a grand slam. 
And you, you, well, you keep if, hearing. If the Blue Jays were going to have a chance in this series, they needed Ryu right. to be the ace pitcher that he is. Yeah. Ryu is one of the best starters in baseball. And what we learned before this game is one of the reasons why he was moved back a day, as we kind of suspected, is that he was sore. His shoulder was somewhat hurt, mm-hmm. and he came out and he looked like it. One pitch more than 90 miles an hour. He was yeah. not his normal self today. And speaking from a place of pride, I would always prefer to face another team at full strength. I wish that Ken Giles was in the bullpen right now. I and wish Jordan we Amato. had faced the, the good version of Ryu. However, I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> no one's going to complain about an 8-2 victory in a sweep. But you're right, Danny. Like, you want to know that you beat the best to be the best, right? Like, it's because everyone else is going to be like well maybe the jays lost because ryu wasn't his like normal self and yeah that's the case but it didn't mean the rays didn't deserve that win the whole way yeah it wasn't squeakers <laughs> this was yeah. dominance yeah. well well danny you mentioned the best of the best but that's kind of what you get when you expand the postseason to eight teams from each league the blue jays weren't one of the best teams in the american league this year they were a good team and they're gonna probably be in postseason contention for the next few years with the young core that they have but it, it was i don't know a series that i was really expecting to like go three games and have me very very nervous um, it feels weird to like sit back here and comfortably get the win while you're seeing all these other teams in both leagues uh, having to stress it out. And uh, the, the Oakland A's, I, I believe, are, are forcing a game three. The Twins have already been eliminated by the Houston Astros, which um, don't want to talk about that. Other comments made by Carlos Correa. Whatever. Wow. Let's talk about the race because Mike Zunino had himself one heck of a ball game. He sure did. Yeah. And he's had he a great series. His defense. We complimented his defense yesterday. When he had some great plays, even though he wasn't like getting the calls on the edges. And I'm not sure he was getting his calls on the edges tonight either. But what we saw from Zanino was veteran leadership, working with his two elite starters. Those, elite is the word that Zanino would use to talk about those starters. And as he would say, guiding them through the length of the game to get the best out of his starting pitchers, to provide the Rays the opportunity to stack up their runs and, and be in a great position to win. All that aside, he set the tone with a massive home run. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't as strong as Margot's yesterday. Margot was like 101 miles an hour off the bat. That's really impressive. This one was 97, but 391 feet. Yeah. <laughs> he crushed that sucker. Yeah, we talk about Zanino, a guy who's had very high barrel percentages. When he makes contact, and he did strike out twice in this game as well, but he picked up two hits, and they were really good hits, and obviously the home run sealed the deal. Um, but what really blew this game open was the Hunter Renfro grand slam uh, off of Ryu. It was after Dante, or not Dante Bichette, Bo Bichette. Uh, they made the same mistake on the broadcast, but after Bo Bichette made his second error of the game, bobbled a ball at shortstop, Hunter Renfro took advantage of that mistake, comes up with the bases loaded in two outs, blows the game open, hits a grand slam to make it 7 nothing. And when the national narrative around this Rays team is that they're based on their pitching, and their defense, and that they don't know how to score runs, they come out and they score a ton of runs against one of the best pitchers in the American League. And I think that's really, it's not terribly fair to the Rays to say they don't score runs. I don't think they score a lot of flashy runs this season, but I think what they've done really, really well is to chip away. They've done so, so well with their running game, with the small ball, with just finding ways to turn 
those singles into something that can put a guy in scoring position. And I think that's the only reason that the Hunter Renfro Grand Slam happened in the first place, mm. because you had these guys taking advantage. You had a Rosarena out there who had an incredible game himself. Again. Just Again. bonkers. So good. And you have these guys like without that Kevin Kiermeyer single, you wouldn't have had a two run home run for Zunino. So like these guys are really just taking advantage of any opening that they can find. And yeah, most of the time that works out to be a one or two run game win for them. But in this case, just like it was everything working properly and working to their advantage. And the Rays were being aggressive. Uh, you know, I talked about tone setting with Zunino. Let's back up to the beginning of the game. The first at bat of the game, a easy double from Brasso, mm -hmm. and he comes off the bag. Yeah. Brutal start. How did you feel, Brett? I'm interested in your take on Brasso diving in for uh, and kind of maybe overboogieing a little bit. Uh, I was with the slide. You know, that's that's nitpicking. I wish he had just stayed at first. Uh, usually, I'm, I'm I'm all for the aggression, but in, in that early in the game, you value base runners over outs. And the Rays ended up picking up a ton of hits, and it didn't really matter. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at Brasso for going for second. But if that play were to happen again, I think I'd rather him, him stay at first, even though it looked like he beat the tag and just, you know, came off the bag on a slide. It's, it's, I don't know. It, I'm not mad about it. As my mother always said, uh, growing up, hindsight is fifty-fifty. Right. right. I mean, knowing the outcome of that inning and knowing that the bases would be loaded, it was four hits and an error, and to not get something out of it is pretty frustrating. I'm going to agree with Ashley. I think the aggression on, or the aggressive playing on the base pass is the direction that the Rays needed to go in. And I mean, the odds of Brasso overboogieing ever sliding in a second when he was no doubt safe has to be so low. I mean, he got caught on his hand. Yeah. Which was like above his body. It's not the odds of that are just so slim. I, I don't mind it at all. Well, aggression on the base paths won them the game yesterday with Randy Rosarena going to third on the triple and then scoring on the on the pass ball or the wild pitch. And so, you know, I, I don't mind it. It's not the decision I would make, but I, I, at the end of the day, I don't think it made a difference. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Now, I don't want to end this podcast on a negative note. So I'm going to, this isn't really negative either. But before we get to the end of this, because I want to give some love to a couple guys. Nick Anderson pitched the ninth inning in a six-run game. <laughs> coming off the longest outing of his season last night, where he threw 29 pitches. Comes into the game, we, we had Shane McClanahan as a surprise inclusion on the roster that could have pitched. A couple other guys that never saw the mound. Ashley, Nick Anderson, in that situation, was that necessary? No, of course it wasn't necessary. Was it fun to watch? Yes. But it was, I, I wouldn't have gone to him there with a six-run lead. Um, but I get it. Like, I get Cash wanting to treat every game like it's a one-run game and that like every game is a save because every one of us has watched a game go totally toes up in the ninth inning. And 
it's nothing you want to see happen with the Jays randomly scoring six runs and tying it. Who knows? But I, I feel like Anderson was also a weird choice in that way because he did pitch for a pretty long time yesterday. And he must have said something at some point to be like, I'm ready to go, Skip. Like, put me in, coach. Um, For the game, Cash was asked about how many of the relievers from yesterday are going to be available. And he said, well, I'm doing this interview before I've talked to them. I will go and talk to each of them, and I will ask how they're doing. And if they're doing fine, I might put them in. And that might just have been gamesmanship from him. But it also might have been just the truth. Cash doesn't yeah. really lie when he does his interviews. And Anderson was probably just like, yep, I'm good. Just yeah, like you're saying. In. Thompson looked sick, though. Oh, my God. His last fastball out. Mm. Oh. I am I, still – my brain is broken by 2020. I'm pretty sure it's still March right now. But <laughs> <laughs> Thompson – Thompson got four outs in this game and looked great. He yeah. looked really good. I, I've got to give some love to Ryan Thompson. When we Darby and I did the regular season recap, I gave him my award for player who I root for no matter how bad he's doing. And that's <laughs> just because he should be happy to be here. And you go, you'll go back. He made his major league debut on opening day. His dad flew down to St. Pete, couldn't even get into the ballpark, but just to be in the same city as his kid – yeah, it was like in the parking lot. They yeah. met up in the parking lot. Today, since the Rays are allowing family members in, his dad got to watch him pitch in the playoffs in the eighth inning of a series-clinching game, and he looked great. And so that makes my heart happy. Love Ryan Thompson. Uh, oh, well, a guy... you if you told me Ryan Thompson would make me uh, cry when he pitched for the Tampa Bay Rays, <laughs> I would have believed you. But for a different <laughs> reason, probably. But, I mean, yeah, bullpen management from, from Cash. I think with four off days now that the series is over. They don't play again until Monday against either the Indians or the Yankees makes things a little bit easier to say, all right, Anderson, we can go get these last three outs. Trust me. I felt a lot more comfortable with Nick Anderson out there than if he had let Ryan Thompson go back out there for the night. (laughs) Um, So at the end of the day, I'm okay with the decision. Let's, let's wrap up with some more Randy Rosarena talk. Three more hits today, two doubles. Uh, they, they DH'd him today, kept him out of the outfield, uh, and this guy can hit. It. We've said it over and over. A superstar in the making. If you had any doubts about the Matthew Libertor trade, uh, they're flying out the window in this postseason. Randy Rosarena is this year's breakout star, and it was just incredible to watch him match, match the baseball again today. Uh, you, you guys... my, my only disappointment watching the TBS broadcast today, visually, is that they cut away from a Rosarena when he hit uh, that RBI, uh, I think double, up the third baseline when Brasso was on base. And Brasso comes running around, and of course the camera zooms in on Brasso running, and his helmet flies off. And the first thing I think is, oh, that's so perfect on a Randy RBI, that Brasso's helmet runs off. That's just what the energy that happens on the field when, when Randy gets a hit. But then... He, you know, Brasso crosses the plate, and I'm sitting here going, wait, did Randy keep his helmet on? <laughs> we don't know. No they never know. showed us on the broadcast. Yeah, I'm going to have to hit up Mark Topkin and be like, dude, Randy, did he keep his helmet on or not? <laughs> my, my stat of the day, everyone in the starting lineup picked up a hit except for Yandy Diaz, who walked twice, and it was his first game back, and we know Yandy likes to draw the walk. Um, but and, incredible. And then rightfully so they lifted him to put Wendell yes. in. Yeah. Let's not have any injuries. Choi came in and played a little bit today too. He got um, a couple innings in. 
uh, after Brasso had done his magic for three at bats, Choi took over at first base to to get some time in. Um, so glad that both of them actually took the field today and and yeah. healthy. Right, that, yeah. that was a huge step. Uh, yesterday, they we saw Troy get in that bat, uh, did not take the field. So we know they're they're headed in the right direction, and hopefully, come Monday when we start the American League Division Series, they'll be ready to go. I've got to ask both of you guys, and Ashley, we'll start with you. If you're the Rays, or if you're a Rays fan, Indians or Yankees, who do you want in the ALDS? The Yankees have a one nothing lead as we record. I want to see the Yankees. Uh, they have a 2-8 season record against them this year. And I just want the personal vindication of crushing the Yankees in the ALDS. Because everybody, and I wrote about it, and I'm like, everybody's like, the Yankees are going to win the World Series. And I'm like, the Yankees weren't even that good this season. <laughs> so, frankly, I would love to see them just take the Yankees out in the ALDS. And just, I, I think it would be, I think it would just be beautiful poetic justice. It would be Danny. Um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, I'll I'll give us the third answer. I, I maybe this is the the cop out, but I really don't want to play the Yankees in the postseason. Uh, and it's it's because of the emotional attachment. Okay, we've got chaotic evil. I was chaotic neutral, and you're chaotic good. <laughs> yeah, I. It's just I've got in living growing up in the Tampa Bay area, a lot of Yankees fans that are I very mean, close to my friends and family. Dominate the Tampa Bay area. That's why I, I think I agree with Ashley. I think I want to face them <sighs> and I want to put them down like the dog they are. I want to beat the Yankees. If we if we if you guarantee me a win over the Yankees, I will take the Yankees ten out of ten. I'm just very nervous. I don't think I could will myself to watch any of those games, which would make doing I... this podcast tougher. I have a follow-up question. Who thinks that if they do face the Yankees in the ALDS, somebody is getting hit by a pitch? <laughs> you want to talk about must-see TV. <sighs> I, I want to say no because that doesn't typically happen in the postseason, but we're only a few years removed from that uh, Rangers-Blue Jays series yeah. when uh, it came to blows. So I, I hope not. I really just want to focus on the baseball, but maybe. I mean, it's a, it's a non-zero chance. It could be interesting. Um, I, I have a couple quick hitters we need to go through real quick. Um, Jansen, I know that he had a great day today, uh, some hitting, some home runs. I just want to acknowledge he hit the catwalk. I, it's just the Trops' last game of the year needed it, needed the catwalk to play it. Definitely. Play are, I, are, are you worried about Glass now giving up the long ball? No. Okay. Glass now was a different sure. pitcher. Once they had a, a crazy lead, Glass now was not – pitching the same level of, of aggressive that the Rays were still doing on the base pass, for instance. Yeah. Uh, which we saw again, by the way, I don't think we circled back to it, but a Rose Arena thrown out at second. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, that with, it happens. Uh, with a six-run lead, he's still trying to steal some bases. There was a strike him out, throw him out situation. It felt like regular season Kevin Cash, if we're being honest. Yeah, Jansen um, was on. He had, a, he had the game of, 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 the, of the postseason. But Jansen was doing great. Yeah, uh, so. That's all connected right there. Uh, kudos to Jansen, uh, or Jano, I think, as he likes to be called. Oh, really? Um, what, what what a good series by him. Yeah, He's he the only great. Blue Jay that I was seriously impressed by in these two games. Well, Bo Bichette, who was 0% intimidated by the Tampa Bay Rays, did not look it in this series. Two <laughs> errors today. One of them really came back to bite. Hinjin Ryu led to the Grand Slam uh, right after, but... Danny, Ashley, any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? 
No, I'm just I'm glad it, I'm glad we're all over this stage because this stupid postseason format mm, is going to make me real annoyed. So I'm glad oh, nothing gosh. crazy. Three happened. games made me so nervous. That yeah. three game series, you got to be kidding me. I hated I, it, but I, I'm glad it went the way it did. But I was very nervous. Going I, I can't it. imagine. I mean, look like at the twins. The twins. I mean, the twins were top of the NL, the AL Central, and they're gone. Like that never would have happened outside of this stupid season. So. Yeah. Well, we got through uh, and pretty comfortably, if I do say so myself. So that is going to wrap us up tonight. We won't see you guys again until Monday night when we do our instant reaction for the first game of the ALDS. But thank you to Danny and Ashley making her D-Race Bay Podcast Network debut. Instant reaction podcast. If you want these downloaded directly to your device every morning after a Rays postseason game, make sure to subscribe to our podcast feed. Thank you guys for listening. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Let's go, Rays.